Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Davida Shinsky, and you're listening to Live Without Limits, Reach Personal Success on a Daily Basis. The purpose of our program is to help you, when it comes to personal development, to live the best quality of life possible and to believe in yourself, to be the best person that you can possibly be and to succeed on a level that you will be remembered and leave a legacy to be remembered on long after you're gone. Do that. The best thing that you need to do is understand how to be the best version of yourself. And today's presentation is extend your honeymoon stage with eight growth tips. The honeymoon stage of a relationship can certainly be wonderful. Remember how much love and passion was shared during those early months? You couldn't stop thinking about them. You were thrilled every time they text, called, or showed up. Intimacy was more than satisfying and occurred quite often. Yes, the honeymoon stage phase is full of passion, intensity, and excitement. But as most of us know, the intensity can wear off after a while, and then things don't seem as exciting in fact, it can become disheartening, and the inability to keep that spark alive can cause some people to end relationships. They want the honeymoon phase to continue, but just don't know how to make it happen. Today, let's look at helpful ways that you can keep the honeymoon phase going or get it back. And always think about this, that when we're talking about the honeymoon stage in a relationship, and most times we think about it in terms of personal life, but you also have to think about it in terms of a business relationship because everything always seems to go great in the beginning. You're in tune to what needs to be done. And then what happens along the way, one or the other wants to become more dominant in the business and take more control. And then what happens? There's problems in that business relationship. So remember, when we're talking about the honeymoon stage, although we tend to think of it in terms of a relationship, 
in, in our personal lives, you also need to think of it as a business relationship. The first thing you want to think about is keep those dates alive and well. Most people go on plenty of dates in the beginning of a relationship, but once they settle in, they stop. Some people get lazy. When it comes to doing and dating, and this can lead to boredom and distance, be sure to regularly go on dates as this should help both you to delight each other and continue to cultivate intimacy, get dressed up, and try out new adventures together as well as do simple things like dinner and a movie. Keep the spark alive by keeping date night alive. And this can be many different ways of doing this. Think about it. When you first start seeing someone, it's like, you're with them or your mind is on them. And I can remember when I, I was involved in a relationship, and it was not a healthy relationship. But what happened was because I'd been alone for, so, alone for so long that finally I was with someone that I was going out to dinner, I was going out to movies, I was doing things besides just being with myself all the time. And then when he, and I knew when I first met him, oh, I'll go out, I'll have a good time. And then when he leaves, it'll be okay. But then I found that I couldn't stop thinking about him. And I thought I was in love with him. And this is why it's best in an early stages of a relationship to understand what is going on and don't rush into a long-term relationship. Give it time to grow. Make sure that both of you are on the same page down the road. This is why not all relationships that end up in marriage within the first couple of months or within the first year end up being long-term. And here's another thing to think about who that person is, how they are when you live together in the beginning and how they are after you get married become two different people. That's why even though if you, you've dated someone for any length of time and then start living, in fact, I know someone that he dated someone for three years, then they lived together for three years, and then they got married. Well, you know what? That was seven years together. But yet, at the end of the first year, they got divorced. Because what happens when you're just living together and when you become man and wife becomes like two different people. And remember this. What happens is when you are just living with someone or you're just dating someone, you are putting an effort into that relationship. But once you get married, sometimes you don't keep putting the effort into the marriage. And then what happens? You, 
the careers pull each other apart or your expectations of the other person pull you just so many different so that remember even after you get married you still have to work at a relationship because there's going to be times when you when you're not going to be on the same page in what you want well do you truly love that person or do you not love that person do you really want to be with them long term and then also another thing that happens is maybe you find out after you get married and you start settling into your everyday life that that person really wasn't what you really thought they were when you when you were just dating so it's always important to recognize what's going on and just how you can put the and is it worth it to you to put the effort in to stay together keep a bit of mystery well communication is important hold off on telling everything about yourself in the beginning of your relationship hold on to some things so you're not like an open book that's been read cover to cover keep a bit of mystery to you and share things over time this way you'll learn things about each other gradually rather than feel like you know each other everything about each other within a couple of months communication in a relationship is so important and if you don't know how to communicate effectively or to show someone through a touch a feel a word a note that you really care about them it's easy to to, to end up feeling as though that person really doesn't care about you so it's important to, to keep that mystery to keep to keep them wanting to find out new things about you this is why often when people work together and then they get married and they also living when they're together 24 7 almost what happens they know so much about each other that the mystery is gone or something's not there and you feel as though it it's just not worth or, or that that you just kind of depending on your personality how you perceive them how you put yourself out there or want to continually like some people can be a caregiver and they almost feel like they have to take care of that person in every way and then what happens the other person eventually feels smothered by it because they want some independence so what happens that there, there's, there builds up a resentment and then what happens that that resentment overrides the relationship or you can have two people that come together where one is just literally using the other for, to, to to get to a, a, a means that they can't do on their own and then once they get there they have no use for the other person learn new sometimes to learn 
some new things, as you'll have more things to talk about with your partner. After all, a relationship can become boring after you get to know each other. So if you learn new things to begin with, like new hobbies, it can add to the excitement of the relationship. When you work together, it's often important that you work in different departments so that, therefore, when you come together, you have things that you can talk about with each other when you're talking about your day. And it's, it's like when you think about it, years, years, years ago, when the man went to work and when the woman stayed home and cleaned the house and took care of the children or did the shopping or whatever, they had stories to tell of different things that happened to them during the day. But once there's, there's, not, there's nothing to talk about, what happens in the relationship? Either you become comfortable just sitting there watching TV or you get to the point where you, you each read or have an interest in different books or, or whatever, something that, that you can bring to the relationship that makes it unique and makes it different because it's all in the matter of, of communication. And when you hear all these different things, what are you talking about? How to, how to get beyond the beginning of a relationship to taking it to a long-term, meaningful relationship. And oftentimes, when you see children that come from divorced homes where there's lack of communication, what happens? They don't learn how to communicate effectively. They don't learn how to, to respect one another. And then what happens? They, they almost bring the baggage of what happened in their home to the, to the new home that they're making with someone else. And therefore, it's just that the relationship is not working. Now, in the 20th century, up until the 1960s, literally, that's when the man's role and the woman's role was so finely defined that what you had in the relationship was that the woman depended on the man financially, and for the man they often just wanted someone that was there to have the meal on the table when they came home so they could eat and maybe have some time with the children or watch a little television and then go to bed. But as women started becoming educated and wanted something more in a relationship, what happened? The be then it was more of an equal give and take. And if one didn't know how to, to, to give and take and, and the other one was feeling used, then there was a breakdown in that relationship. And that's why the divorce rate went up. 
And often, here's another thing that happened that in the past, when it was the very conservative area era, and, and the, the women's role and the man's role was so defined that even though it may not have been a good marriage, they stayed together. And what did that happen? Then their children learned what a bad relationship was and an unhealthy relationship was, and that's what they took into the home. But as, as the, the mores, as the needs were not being met in that relationship, that's when the divorce rate went up. So that until things change, until we learn how to have an equal give and take within a relationship, there's going to continue to be a high divorce rate. So keep yourself up. Remember how many outfits you try on before deciding on the perfect one when you first started dating? How you spend lots of time getting ready. Now that you've landed your partner, try not to let yourself go to or get too comfortable or lazy. Sure, you can relax and be yourself because that's important. However, occasionally get dressed up. Try a new outfit or hairstyle. Wear the cologne or perfume that your partner loves to smell when they get close. If you used to go to the gym, they fit, stick with it. Staying active will help your mind and body. Keeping yourself healthy and keeping your health up certainly helps you and your relationship keep going strong. And also remember this, that often as we get older, it once you, your body is used to exercising on a regular basis, then it's something that you're able to keep up continually. But if it's not anything that you're doing consistently, and remember, it's healthy mind, healthy body, and how you treat yourself determines what kind of relationship you have. Because if you don't treat yourself well and you don't expect it of the other person, then what's going to happen? They're, not, they're going to treat you exactly how you treat yourself. This is something I would often tell my mother, and I, I, I almost believe like I was talking over her head. Because I often say to her, just remember what you're giving because that's what you're going to get back. If you're negative and you talk to someone in a negative way on a continual basis, what do they think? They believe that's how you want them to treat you because that's how you're treating them. So always remember, you got to treat people the way you want to be treated. Be spontaneous. Some relationships become boring because they become routine and predictable. The surprise factor dies away, and things just tend to be monotonous after that. 
to help keep the honeymoon stage going, keep spontaneity alive, and allow magic and mystery to be a part of your relationship. Every now and then, surprise them with something amazing. Take a spontaneous road trip. Uh-uh. See that? You want to take a spontaneous road trip. Hey, instead of going the way you usually go, go a different route. Maybe there's something different there. Maybe there's, there's something that you haven't seen before. Bring them home, their favorite takeout food. Plan an adventure date. Allow spontaneity to be infused into your relationship and have fun. This is something we always don't even think about, that, you know, people might say they don't like surprises. They want to know what's going to happen. Well, when you look at someone's individual personality and where their strengths are and where their weaknesses are, especially in the behavior pattern, that, that steadiness behavior pattern, what happens is they're so used to things being done a certain way and they expect it to be done a certain way. But every now and then, be spontaneous. Do something different. Make, make it exciting and new. Spend some time apart. Maybe in the beginning of your relationship, you spent most of your time together. Be, but as the relationship progresses, be sure that each of you spend time with your friends and family. By spending some time apart, you tend to appreciate the time together more often. It's actually very healthy for partners in a relationship to have individual lives outside of the relationship, meaning you have your friends and they have theirs. That's called interdependence. You can also spend solo time enjoying your hobbies. Relationships where both partners have outside friends and interests tend to thrive more than those that spend all their free time together. This is something that we don't always think about, that especially if we're so used to that you work with someone, you live with them, you're taking care of the kids, that everything becomes so routine. But when you have time apart, then, and when you're spending time with friends and family as well as your own, then you get a different perspective. And almost that what it does is it brings something new to the relationship so that you're not always thinking of one thing and one thing only. And you become so much a part of each other and ingrained in each other's lives that you just don't know 
where one ends and where the other one begins. Share your feelings. Emotional intimacy will help the honeymoon phase last longer. Feel free to share your feelings with each other in in respectful ways and take the time to communicate with each other. Feeling safe to share your feelings, even the tough feelings, can certainly bring your relationship to a new intimacy level and keep the relationship going strong. This is where many relationships have problems, is that it's often hard for some people to open up and be honest about what they're feeling. When they're feeling overwhelmed, when they're feeling as though the other partner is not meeting a specific need within what that who they are. And often this becomes something that creates a problem within a relationship simply because what's happening? You are feeling as though something's missing. And you know what? I mean, when we come to a relationship, we want that relationship to feel as though we're safe, that we can open up, that we can be our true selves. But what happens if there's not open communication? And what happens if when you're talking to one another, you're, the way that the person expresses themselves, you know, I've talked about affirmations before, and I've talked about healthy relationships and unhealthy relationships and being able to say to someone, I really know where you're coming from, to be empathetic, that I've been there, and I understand it, and this is how I felt about it, and and I and I know for you it just may be something you may not need not even need words but you just need to be held or to, that this is and what happens is if you don't acknowledge what someone's saying or what they're feeling then what happens and then that person feels as though you're just not there for you this is why being able to express your feelings and talk to people and tell and talk to your partner and tell them where you're at can be so beneficial to you. Educate yourself on relationships by taking a little bit of time and investing it into learning about a relationship success. You'll have more of a chance at experiencing that relationship. And just listening to this presentation alone will help you, but don't stop there. Continue to read informative articles or listen to podcasts and read books and watch videos as well. There are relationship experts out there who certainly have helpful tips and tricks to help couples experience blissful relationships. If you're really struggling, seek out 
couples therapist and take us a oh a session to get help and put in the effort you have to put in the effort to make a relationship work and if you don't know how to do this then what does that do that setting yourself up for failure you know sometimes people will wait to they're older and much more mature when it comes to a relationship. Why? Because they want a relationship to last long term. They do not want to end up five years or 10 years from now in a relationship that are, are, are divorced or unhappy in that relationship. Therefore, it is important that you take the time to find out more about that person and get to know them. Go to my website, and that website is personal success on a daily basis, and you can take part in a seven-day challenge, a 14-day challenge, a 21-day challenge, or a 30-day challenge to help you on various areas in your personal life.